Welcome to the Love Yourself Healthy Podcast. I am Melanie Lillis. I'm an eating psychology coach, nutritional therapist, and I have my Bachelor of Physical and Health Education. Throughout this podcast, we are going to be diving into the realm of eating psychology, body image, self-love, and creating a healthy and happy mind. I cannot wait to share my knowledge with you in hope that it's going to positively influence your life. Welcome back to the podcast, beautiful people. Today's podcast is very exciting because it's my first time interviewing someone. I've wanted to do an interview for so long and it just hasn't happened yet. But today, the lovely lady who I interviewed is my friend, Julie. Uh, Julie is a personal trainer and a health coach. And honestly, she's just an all round great person. Like she is such a beautiful person inside and out. So I really hope that you enjoy our chat together. We'll be talking about our workshop and about um, our self-talk and really interesting topics. So before we head to the interview, I want to share some of my listeners' feedback from this week. I'm going to share two uh, different people's feedback because both of them um, I thought were amazing. So the first one is from a girl uh, called Nastia, Nastia Swan, and she said, Hi, love. You changed my day completely when I found your podcast. I am so grateful for all the information you share. You gave me hope that I can change everything myself. Thank you and have an amazing day. Thank you, Nastia, for that feedback. That's super lovely. Uh, the next piece of feedback I got is from Voyant Berry. I think her name is actually Caitlin um, on Instagram. It's Voyant Berry. Uh, her feedback was, thank you. So she'd already actually sent me a thank you post for my podcast, but I'm going to read the next bit. She said, thank you once again for your podcast. I've listened to most of them and have just finished the meditation one once again. You have made me feel so positive and not once today did I hate my body. I had a detox off social media and I'm back at it again because I feel so relaxed and because most of the day was full with friends and your podcast. It means so much to me that I'm able to listen to you and you can help me without even knowing you. And I know each day I will listen to you and meditate because I will love my body more and more each day. I feel so relaxed and comfortable and happy now. That's so awesome. And I totally agree. It's so funny when I get feedback from people saying that they feel like they know me and that they resonate with me um, so much. And that's awesome. And that's exactly what these podcasts are trying to do. So without further ado, let us move on to our interview. I'm very excited because I have my first ever guest on the Love Yourself Healthy podcast and it's my beautiful friend Julie. How are you feeling? I'm really excited and really grateful to be on this podcast with you. Thanks, love. So Julie is the person that is doing the workshop with me. So if you haven't seen it yet, I did speak about it briefly on my latest podcast, but it's like a self-love, empowering self-talk, positive body image workshop. It is on the 27th of April, which is a Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m. in Maroubra. So we'll talk to you a little bit more about that later. But Julie, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Have you been on another podcast ever before? No, this is my podcast, Cherry. (sighs) Popping that cherry. Mm-mm. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm so glad to have you on as my first ever interviewer. Thank interviewee. You. All right. Let's do a very quick icebreaker. Julie, please tell us what is your guilty pleasure in life? My puppy dog. Yeah. I've never met someone more obsessed with their dog in their life. And if you'd met Julie's stuffy, 
She's not even asleep. She's Why not even, <laughs> sleeping? Why are you just breathing like, so loud? Life is so tough. <laughs> life is tough for a beautiful little stuffy. All right. I've done enough talking. Jules, can you let the audience know who you are? Like, what's your story? Totally. Uh, I am Julie. Hi. I am a personal trainer. I run a personal training business uh, in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. I've been personal training for about four and a half years, and I am also a certified nutrition health coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, my backstory is I grew up uh, through high school competing in triathlons. So mum and dad were runners sort of into their marathons and things like that. And my two older brothers uh, were into their triathlons with rugby and other sports, mm-hmm. which I didn't follow in. But I did follow in the path of triathlon. So between the ages of 14 to 18, triathlon was my life. Uh, training anywhere from like nine, 10 sessions to 12 or so a week. Wow. Um, that was just my love and my life. And then when I came close to 18, I was injured and I was only able to swim, which mm. at the time was my least favorite. Yeah. So then my, I guess my love changed and we had HSC Yeah. and I just thought I should cut it down while I sort of had to due to injury. Um, And then one, you turn 18. So I guess your priorities change and Mm. party life begins. Commences. As a lot of us know about. Which happens. Uh Um, So although I still kept fit from 12 sessions a week, it probably dropped realistically to like two or three, which for triathlon, it's a three disciplined sport, swimming, riding and running. So you can't just sort of half ass it. Mm. Um, So then it just dropped down completely. Um, Then I, for work, was in admin, admin assistant. And then I um, worked my up to personal assistant. This was up until maybe when I was like 22 or 23. Mm -hmm. And then I was a personal assistant for the director at the Institute of Sport. Amazing. And then I was surrounded by all these amazing people, training amazing athletes, etc. And I was like, you know what? Being behind the desk is not for me. Mm. Uh, so I changed from PA to PT. Mm-hmm. I have managed a gym. I now run my own business. Nice. And now I just help others. I mean, people don't necessarily come to me specifically for triathlon, mm. um, but everybody has their own health and fitness goals and just being part of that journey yeah. to help them is what I really love. Amazing. And for those of you who don't know Julie, so Julie is someone who I actually grew up with. We lived very close, like I could walk to her house and we went to the same school together. And she's probably the only, I was trying to think about the people I know, she's probably the only person I know who is the most genuinely positive and nice person ever. Mm, like, so nice. And if you met her mum and her dad, you would know why, I guess. And her brothers, but um, I think she just came from such a beautiful upbringing that she's just such a nice vibe and person to be around. So mm. it's so nice to have you as a friend. Thanks, man. <laughs> so I guess let's just talk quickly about our workshops. There's a lot of you out there um, who are not actually from Australia, not from Sydney, who listen to the podcast and who aren't going to be able to come along to our workshop. I know I had one listener that I was telling Julie about before who is from London, who was like, bring the podcast to London. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you going to pay now? <laughs> it's something obviously that we'd love to do, but it's starting off in Sydney. But if you can't come along to the workshop, I thought it'd be super beneficial if we kind of 
get a little bit more of an understanding of what we're going to be covering so that you're not going to miss out. You're still going to get some of the information that we're sharing. Obviously, the workshop will be way more intense and way more in-depth, but I wanted you to be able to be um, feel a little bit involved and also understand what it is that we're covering. Now, the workshop is about self-love, which I cover a lot in this podcast and the Why is Self-Love Important podcast that I've already recorded is one of the most popular. Uh, So it's covering self-love, it's covering empowering self-thought, which is Julie's um, forte, and as well as positive body image. I feel like these three topics really, really go hand in hand. And we've been sitting here today in Julie's beautiful place. It's a lovely sunny day and we have just cracked out so much info from the structure, the activities that we have created. Like I had tears in my eyes and I felt like so it was kind of like butterflies of excitement because mm, it's so powerful. Oh, it is so powerful and they're beautifully act- powerful. Exactly. That's a, that's a really good good way to say it. Beautifully powerful because it's kind of going to break you down a little bit in the most beautiful way. It's mm extremely raw and cutting back um, the exterior of kind of what we... Yeah, breaking down, I guess, those walls that we Mm -hmm. start to put up for ourselves Mm -hmm. and breaking them down so we can get rid of walls but create a more positive outlook on your life. Exactly. And this whole podcast, Love Yourself Healthy, was created to help women in particular who are ready to just create a life full of happiness and love and um, gratitude. And this workshop is really going to cover all of that and I guess just help you get there faster. So it's not going to be a workshop that you come to and leave without any kind of take home. Yeah, take away things. We're going to give you all of the information that you need to be able to go home and kind of apply that to your life straight away. Now, You already know what I talk about all the time, which is self-love and body image. So I want to get Julie's side of what she's going to be covering. Now, her main topic is empowering self-thought. So the first question I want to ask you, Julesa, is what does it actually mean to have empowering self-talk? What does that look like? What does that look like? Okay, let me ask you this. Okay. (laughs) Who is the one person you go to sleep with, wake up with, train with? eat with, go to work with, Mm. get the bus with. Myself. That's yourself. Mm -hmm. But this is maybe not directed at you, but how common is it for us Mm. not to have a strong relationship with self? Oh, yeah. It's it's probably one of the biggest things that's so common with every single person that I know. (laughs) Totally. So to me, empowering self-talk is creating a relationship with yourself who literally is number one and the most important person that is it's the beginning stepping stone for an abundant amazing life Mm. if your self-talk and the way you talk to yourself support yourself empower yourself is below average then how is that impacting most or almost every aspect of your life Mm. and so if you were to okay let's paint um, a picture for a person. So there is, let's just call this person, um, Fran. <laughs> hey Fran. Hey Fran. And Fran walks in the room and she is someone who is, I guess, described as someone who's got empowering self-talk. What does that look like? So she walks in the room. What are the types of things that you would hear her say? Fran? 
Fran. <laughs> Fran would walk in with love, not only oozing from the words she says, but if somebody is happy and content with themselves on the inside and all aspects, like it literally will ooze out of them. Yeah. Um, I think they just have that beautiful energy that when you meet them, you're like, oh, it's just that feeling of uh-huh. like, that's how I feel oh. with you. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Um, so, and the things they said, like, I think the thing that all of us are really struggling with is we all find a commonality with negativity. Yeah. Um, and it's such an easy thing for us to jump on. Whereas if Fran walked in the room, mm-hmm. it's yes, maybe some things in Fran's life aren't going great, but is she focusing on the things that aren't great or is she focusing on abundance and opportunity? Exactly. And that would be coming out of her words in the actions that she takes yeah. in the way she lives her life. Totally. Yeah. Um, and why do you think powering self-talk or just having even just a positive mindset, why is that important in life? Okay. Well, <laughs> I have a girlfriend named Melanie who I'm looking at right now. And we had this conversation when we were doing our structure and we brought up the point of, for example, I don't have children, mm-hmm. but I do have two beautiful nephews mm-hmm. and I would never ever say to them, you're ugly, your legs are fat, you're dumb, etc., etc. Et mm-hmm. But I would empower them and I would support them and I would love them and I would tell them all their beautiful qualities on repeat. Yeah. Not I would, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So this is important because the way you talk to yourself mm. literally creates your world. A hundred percent. I so agree with that. Yeah. And you know what? It's like, I mean, I've obviously spoken a lot about um, the way we talk to ourselves in my podcast prior to this, but it's the more negative things you say to yourself, you're attracting negative things around Mm. in your life. And I've experienced that a lot um, when I've shifted my mindset to positive. So as soon as I've shifted my mindset to have positive self-talk and Mm. and changing and I guess deciding on Um, what reaction I'm going to have to the situations that I'm in. So if it's like a a situation where I'm at school and the kids are being really, you know, annoying and frustrating, which they get super frustrating at times, um, I'm choosing to to feel grateful for the the fact that I've got a job. I'm choosing to feel positive because I'm educating their lives. And then that makes me feel happier and that makes me have a follow-on effect for the happiness that I have in the rest of the day. Mm. So the more positive things you have, the more positive things you attract. Um, in your life. So I guess what I wanted to ask from you when I, I mean, I know you quite well, but I guess my perspective of of you is super positive and that you are always happy. And um, I've known Julie for so long, but I haven't spent 24 hours a day with you. So have you struggled with negative self-talk in your life? Totally. Especially in triathlons. Mm -hmm. So for example, if I was preparing for a race and I didn't spend the time visualizing and speaking words of support to myself, literally it would be reflected in my race. Yeah. 100%. So if I wasn't confident in the training that I'd just done, or uh, I just thought, oh, today's going to be a shit race, literally that would happen. Whereas if I not only physically trained for the race, but actually mentally and emotionally embodied the feeling of success Mm. like you you can tell the difference in race results when I mentally and emotionally prepared and when I didn't yeah and what about so Julie obviously was a a triathlete and that's so powerful with 
athletes and that was the same for me. I was an elite athlete, competed at world titles and our coach used to get us to do, um, we used to have to visualise a lot of our routines before we performed them and we used to have to, yeah, continuously kind of, I guess, already feel like we'd won. And I guess that comes back to as well the law of attraction, like feeling and acting and performing like we're already a winner mm. and then visualizing us walking on stage and getting that gold medal. And it changes your mindset because you walk on stage. Or for me um, in particular, I'd walk on stage already feeling like a winner, so I'd perform at my best. And I guess the same as triathlete, if you're mentally prepared and you're feeling as though um, like you've got this, then the performance is going to be obviously way better than if you go in and you're not prepared and you're just having all of this negative self-talk. And I remember a time in particular that I was competing and I was quite sick and I was saying to myself there's no way in the world I'm going to be able to get through this routine. I thought that I had broken my toe at this time and everything again law of attraction everything was going wrong and I kept kind of attracting all this negative stuff into my life and I got on stage and I did the worst routine of my life and I stopped halfway through and walked off. I literally walked off the stage because my mind. I didn't know this. Yeah I was performing in solos so I wasn't in my team And it was the most embarrassing moment. I was at a national title and I literally, I just walked off stage mid-routine and then I faked, not faked because I did think I broke my toe, but like I faked that I couldn't go on because of my foot. But really, my mind literally gave up because Mm. I'd already given up before I walked on the stage. And that was... (laughs) That was a super embarrassing time in my life, but it's one to look back now and be like, okay, this is why that happened. Um, totally. And the power of the mind is obviously, yeah, insane. So what, I guess, are the major differences that you notice in your life when you have positive or empowering self-talk? Oh, your whole day has changed. The way you can approach challenges, your perspective, the actions you take mm. are more fulfilling and more rewarding. Yeah, than compared to if you're negative, down, pessimistic. Mm-hmm. It literally will not get you results. Positive action breeds positive action. And yeah. then that can totally work in the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Negative action is literally going to take you on a steep downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, we had coffee uh, a couple of weeks ago with Julie and her brother. And her brother mm. was actually saying how... I guess, I don't know if you called it the follow-on effect, the trickle-on effect. The ripple effect. The ripple effect. Follow-on effect. Yeah, same thing. Um, And he was saying how one bad choice can literally snowball into 10 bad choices in that whole day. So if he sleeps in, then he doesn't get up and have his morning coffee and see the sunrise. He doesn't go for a surf. He's unmotivated to go to the gym or go for a workout then because he didn't get his surf. And then he feels a bit crappy about himself. He might make bad food choices Mm. and he goes to work. It's literally a ripple and effect. And I've experienced it so much in life. And it's like until you, I guess, are aware of how your positive choices can positively influence more choices, you're just going to keep doing it. And Mm. it's the same with self-talk. The more negative self-talk you have, the more negative things you're going to experience. Totally. And just on that quickly, Mm -hmm. not only like with just the steps to even getting out of bed and watching the sunrise, like, yes, I understand you might be tired and you can't be bothered. Mm. But one thing I will touch on when we do our workshop is how you do anything is how you do everything. So for example, let's take my brother. If you are constantly sleeping in, hitting the snooze button, 
and missing that beautiful sunrise, missing your surf, missing your workout, etc. How you do anything is how you do everything. So where else in your life is that having the flow on effect? Oh, I got to work late because I slept in. Oh, I didn't get to see my friends today because I slept in, so I didn't get to work on time, so I Mm -hmm. worked late, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. That's something that I would love to share. Just be aware of, one, how you do anything is how you do everything. Where do you take shortcuts in your life? Because maybe you can't be bothered, you're tired, or you're just feeding yourself excuses. Yeah. Where else is that showing up in your life? Mm -hmm. And that's that's a really good one, because even... I keep using myself for an example, but I guess I can't really use anyone else for an example. Even for me, if I decide not to cook, say, one night. So anytime I cook dinner, I'll make enough for lunch the next day. So if I don't cook dinner that night, then I'll usually go out and order Uber Eats or go out and buy food, so that's spending money. And then the next day, I won't have food for lunch, so I'll have to go and buy. So it's another flow-on effect. Which is spending money, and I'm trying to save money. And that is then causing me stress. And then I'll get home and I feel stressed and I'll feel probably a little bit unmotivated. I might not go to the gym. I might not want to cook. Mm. And it continues, you know. So every action has an equal but opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Laura, wait, who is that? Who says that? Newton? Newton's law. No. Is that? Yeah, Don't I feel quote like, us on okay. this. <laughs> I feel like it might be Newton's law. Self-talk and body image is our thing. Yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> science. <laughs> All right. So I want to... Rewind. Was Einstein. Was it? No, it was definitely new. Oh, okay, go. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> okay, so I want to do a little bit of a role play for a second. I want to pretend like I am someone that's really negative when it comes to my health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I am struggling to eat well and train, and I have like a real negative, I guess, approach into all of them. For example, um, my thoughts might be something like. I can't be bothered to cook because I have no time or um, I don't have a training buddy and I don't know what to do in the gym so I don't want to work out or um, every time I go to the gym I don't see results so what's the point? Um, I have no money so I can't afford healthy food, blah, 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 blah. All of these negative kind of uh, comments that I always associate with these types of things in the health and fitness kind of realm. Yes. What would be your first step of advice that you'd give to someone like me? It would be stop (laughs) just for one second. Uh, And then it would just take time to sit down together and actually nut out what their why is. Mm -hmm. So instead of just being in your rut, looking forward and looking at the whole big picture, I would say, hi, Melanie. Thank you for coming to me. (laughs) I'd love to help you. Great. What is your why? Why is eating healthy so important to you? Why is Mm. going to the gym so important to you? Mm -hmm. What is going to the gym and eating healthy going to give you? Is it going to give you more energy, better sleep, Mm -hmm. improve mood, improve focus, etc., etc.? Once you get down your main reason why XYZ is important to you, then you can find the way. Mm -hmm. All right. Step one. I think that's a really good step one. And that is also something that I was listening to on a podcast the other day, um, knowing your why for anything. So whether that is the career choice that you make, the relationship that you decide to get into, or yeah, what goals that you're trying to kind of reach. If you don't know your why, 
If you don't know your sole reason and if it's not in alignment with what you want for yourself, then you're never going to be able to achieve it. So I think that's a really, really good step one. Okay, so just say that I've done a little bit of soul searching and reflection and I figured out my why. And my why is that one, I want to grow up to be a healthy and fit adult. I don't want to be overweight. I want to look my best and feel my best and try it, you know, my hardest to not have diseases that are caused by lifestyle. And two, I want to be a good example for my future family that I want to have. So I found my why, but I don't really know what the first step is, I guess, to creating the motivation, like the constant motivation for helping me to do that every day. So what would you say in terms of, okay, this is my why, but how do I stay motivated for that every day? Well, it comes down to literally, this may sound cliche, Mm. but it's going to come down to discipline because if you ever rely on motivation for anything, literally will not work. Like motivation Mm. comes in waves. Mm. Sometimes you're like, woo, gym, 5 a.m. And then other times it's just a no. So you, which this is the total hard part because we're not robots, we're Mm -hmm. humans, we're emotional beings. You need to constantly be attached to your why so that when you aren't motivated, you have the discipline, the habit and the routine to get you through. Mm -hmm. I think habit's a big one especially when it comes to the gym. I know for me, if I have been traveling a lot, which I do, I, I feel like I don't have habits, if that makes sense. And mm. all habits that I do have may not be the habits that I want. And as they say, it takes like 21 days to break a habit and to form a new habit. So if you're trying to achieve something such as going to the gym or whatever, then you need to give yourself that 21 days or however long it takes to kind of like help mm. set that in. All right, so... Moving on to, I guess, outside of health and fitness, how can you apply positive and empowering self-talk to all aspects of your life? And what are the things that you do daily to help kind of keep yourself in that positive mind frame? Uh, Lately, literally, one, off topic, I like to stay totally present. Yeah. But in order to stick with all of this and to connect to what is important to you, Mm -hmm. what are your values? Mm -hmm. Are you aligned? Is what you're doing going to better you in an hour? Is it going to better you in a week's time? Is it going to better you in a year's time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. So one of the last questions that I would like to ask you, Jules, is what would your top tips be uh, for someone who is wanting to create change in your mindset? So I gave you a scenario before for someone who was uh, particularly focused on health and fitness but let's just get rid of that person and just talk in general um, what would your top tips be for anyone in any circumstance for creating change in your mindset uh again reconnect with your why Mm -hmm. visualize how you want your life to be so Mm. you would have to maybe put pen to paper yep uh and analyze where your life is at now and what changes you want to see or how you wish you were living your life. Hmm. Like your goals. Correct. So, yeah, goal setting, visualization, embodying how you would wish to feel in the future, mm-hmm. etc. I would suggest creating awareness mm-hmm. around your self-talk and how you're talking to yourself. Are you supporting empowering? Mm-hmm. Or are you sort of feeding yourself fears and living in that um, scarcity mindset. Yeah. 
Um, and then you need to change that or be more open to, I guess, things that arise in your life have a choice. You always have a choice to either see them as why is this happening to me, like in a victim mindset mm-hmm. or what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. So if you're wanting to change something, always look at things from um, an opportunity point of view mm-hmm. instead of feeling flat and why is this happening yeah, to me type thing. Defeated, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, because whenever something happens or you need to make a change, that it's always an opportunity for growth and it's always an opportunity to create a better world for you in that moment. Mm, 100%. I would also be mindful of your self judgment mm-hmm. uh, because usually we're our own harshest critics. Yeah, totally. And also judgment of others, which I have really tried to cut down on uh, this year. It was on my goals list. Awesome. So generally when you look at people and you judge them, what you're judging others on is something that you're judging within yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're not seeing or something that you're not happy with in yourself. So you put the yeah. judgment on others. Yeah. You're seeing so, your own insecurities in a way. Totally. Mm. Um, so if you wanted to have a positive change moving forward, just totally be aware of all actions and words that are going on and how you can take that opportunity to change them and make them better. Yeah. I love that. Um, oh, and always know that you are the person that creates your world. You can't blame anybody else. You can't expect anybody else to make your life better. It's always up to you. So although that may be really scary and daunting and your ego and all those things want to keep you in your safe zone, Mm. know that once you start pushing the boundaries and branching out, the life you can create yourself will be amazing. 100%. And yeah, I agree with everything that you said. And that's a lot of what I talk about as well. And just on that, um, one of the points that you said, one of your tips was to be aware of your self-judgment and be aware of the words that you say. And a little activity that I used to get people to do is to, you know how you've got an, if you have an iPhone and you have notes, I don't know what Androids have or the other ones, but in an iPhone you have notes and every single time you say something negative or that a negative thought comes to your mind, you write it down in your notes. Mm. And at the end of the day, you go back and you look and it's shocking how many negative things you've actually said to yourself throughout the whole day. Um, So once you've done that, you do that over a couple of days and you just see how many negative things that you've actually done. And then the next time you do it, you write down the negative thing and then directly under it, you write down one positive thing. And then you do that for a couple of days. And then after that, as soon as you hear a negative thing in your mind, you then only write down positive things. So it's like shifting that mindset and trying to create change with the subconscious mind and really trying to change those kind of automatic thoughts that come to our head. Um, That was like a big one that I used to do for myself for like my own kind of journey and also things that I got other people to do. So, and also on that, don't be so hard on yourself. I feel people perhaps I'll use this because I'm a PT will set out on a weight loss journey And in a week or two, if they haven't lost a certain amount, one, they'll maybe A, throw in the towel Mm. and be like, I can't do this, so on and so forth. Or they'll be like, okay, so plan A hasn't worked. What can I alter? How Mm. can I learn from this? What's Mm -hmm. plan B? Exactly. And life isn't linear. It's not perfect. It's not going to be a straight line or a steady incline to a better life. Mm. It literally is going to be up, down. Woo, loop de loop, up, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. <laughs> like it's it's all 
every time something happens to you is always an opportunity for you to learn and for you to grow. Yeah, I was actually having a conversation at dinner last night about this and I was saying to um, the person who I was talking to, obviously, um, (laughs) that everything that's happened in my life, like I've been through a couple of, one in particular traumatic event, I've known a couple of traumatic events and um, a lot of negative kind of things that have happened and everything that I've gone through has led me to where I am now. Mm. And so even though a lot of people look back and they think to themselves, but I went through this and that's why I've got depression and I went through this and that's why my life has turned out this way. It's like everything that you go through will lead you to something beautiful. And even if it doesn't feel like it right now, so you might have a bit of depression, your life might not be where you want it to be, but there's a journey and your path is always going where it should be going. And the more positive mindset you can have around it and the more positive energy you can send out into the universe the more that your life is going to shift into the direction that's supposed to shift into but I remember there was a point in time where I thought to myself why would this happen to me you know and I was definitely in that victim kind of mindset and I thought you know why is this happening to me and blah 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 and if it wasn't for what I went through I wouldn't be where I am now and there's always a reason for everything Um, you just have to try to practice gratitude in even in the worst situations Um, Awesome. So I feel like we got a pretty good understanding of what it means to have empowering uh, self-talk and how you can apply that to your life. I'm thinking that maybe in another episode, if you want to contact me or send me a message, um, if you do want to know more about empowering self-talk in particular on a specific topic, so whether it is empowering self-talk for athletes or empowering self-talk for day-to-day life, we can do an episode that is solely focused on a particular topic and not just the generalization of self-talk. So I want to leave with my last question for you, Julie. Yes. I hope you're prepared. So prepared. What is your favorite quote? Well, I'm, there is many. Yeah. One, I've already mentioned in the podcast, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm, If you actually sit with that, when I first heard this, I was like, OMG, mm-hmm. I take so many shortcuts in my life and what flow and effect is that having? Mm. Another quote, mm-hmm. because I'm going to give more than one, Great, which we have already touched on. You're always with yourself, so you might as well enjoy the company. Oh, I love that so much. That is yeah, so much. That's definitely up there with one of my favorite quotes of all time, especially because we are so harsh on ourselves. Like we are our own worst critic and it's like, why would you Why? be so negative and so unsatisfied with the one thing that you have to live with? Mm. Like, like you're literally, you have the opportunity to be your own cheerleader. Like maybe that might sound silly. No, but it doesn't. You're the only person that can fully support mm-hmm. and give yourself 100% mm-hmm. love. You can't rely on anybody else for that. Yeah. And just touching on that, I feel as though a lot of people want to achieve a certain goal whether that is to have empowering self-talk or to have the best fittest healthiest life they can have but they don't action it Um, if you are one of those people that always talks about wanting to be x y and z but you feel as though you don't know where to begin or you have no idea where to start then come along to our workshop because we are going to be giving you all the tips and helping you to start i do this I don't do this a lot, but I used to do this a lot where I would say that I wanted certain things and I'd never do anything about it. And nothing is going to happen until you take the steps to make it happen. And step one might be coming along to our workshop. Step Mm. two, who knows, might be 
going to the moon. But let's just <laughs> take step one first. <laughs> um, but step one, it literally just might be coming to our workshop and going from there because I know that if I never went to one particular event in my life, I would not have achieved certain things that I have achieved. And it just takes that one step to make a million other things possible. Mm. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up here. Thanks, Jules, for Thanks coming so on the podcast. It's so fun to be able to interview someone and not have to do all of the talking for once, even though I feel like sometimes I still take over. Melanie loves talking. I just, I don't, it's not that I love talking, I just she have a does. lot to say. I literally, it's not that <laughs> I'm like, I love talking. I just have so many words in my brain that just need Wanna to come, come out. out. I yeah, get it. It's just, I can't stop it. Okay, can I just say one more thing? Mm-hmm. This is my conclusion. Okay, conclude. <laughs> Honor where you've come from, what you've been through, and mark your starting point. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. If you have any questions or you want to know more about our workshop, you can contact me at lyh underscore podcast at outlook.com. Or you can contact me on Instagram at bearxbrave. And you can contact Julie at Julie Arentz PT. That's J U L I E. A-R-E-N-T-Z-P-T. I will share all this information in the show notes. I will also share the link to where you can buy tickets from our workshop. Again, it is on Saturday, the 27th of April, 2019, from 1 to 4 at the Collaborative in Maroubra. We really hope to see you there. We have an early bird special at the moment. It's only like 33 bucks to come along. Really cheap. Early bird will end on April 10th. It's going to be an amazing workshop and I know that everyone is going to love it. So thanks again, Jules, for being on. Thanks so much for having me, Mel. And I will hopefully have you on again in another time. All right, everyone have a lovely rest of your week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would be so grateful if you were able to leave me a review and please follow me on Facebook and on Instagram at bearxbrave. If you have any questions or you want to contact me at all, please email me at lyh underscore podcast at outlook.com. I'll talk to you in my next podcast.